Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Tuesday. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning, Stu. Angie's not here. Uh, She's on vacation. Yes, I know, but it's a force of habit. Uh, Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker and driving and on the old car radio. I've got an issue with everything that I'm seeing with back to school. Give it a rest, okay? Back to school is not for at least a month. I mean, yes, the kids will be going back to school in just under a month, which seems wild to even say, but we're about, you know, we're coming up to the midway point of August, which is sad. I mean, yesterday's weather, how much did it feel like fall yesterday? Did you go outside? Man, it was cold, and I hated the feeling that it felt like we were in fall. And I'm sure a lot of people were excited about that. (laughs) Well, it was better than, you know, the weekend when it was hot as hell. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, but I don't know that I would agree, <laughs> but I think other people probably yes. I mean, back to school, you have to you have to start thinking about it, right? With the shopping and all do the we planning. Have to? I don't know. Isn't that what parents do? I'm I don't have kids, so I don't really think about back to school. Um, I would l- wait at least two weeks. But now other people will say you don't wait two weeks because everything will be sold out. Mm-hmm. No, you don't get it. You don't get it now. Well, the schools are at least thinking about, you know, getting the kids back to school safely. And um, it's just been announced that we do not have enough, like, crosswalk guards. It takes about, like, 300 crosswalk guards to get all of our kids to school safely. And um, they're looking for, like, 30 to 40 people to sign up to do this. I mean, we had the bus driver shortage last year, and now this is a problem. I could do that. Yeah? In the afternoon, totally. Well, what about the morning? Who's going to take your morning shift? The well, I obviously anyway. can't. I can't do it in the morning because I do this show unless you want me to do it and, and broadcast live. You would like to go out there and, and and like wave the sign and have your have your post. As long as the temperature is around twenty three degrees, I can do it. Yeah. Well, you know that school runs for nine months, right? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe someone else will be yeah. have to take your shift. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody, welcome, welcome. Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. We're all familiar with elephants, right? These big, gigantic mm-hmm. beings. I love elephants. Me too. Elephants drink a minimum of 50 gallons of water per, per day. Oh my gosh. I struggle to drink three liters. I mean, yeah, I would assume that they would, as a large animal, need to drink a lot of water, but that's insane. You think about, like, where they live in, like, parts of Africa, and they go through insane droughts. These guys are just walking endlessly looking for water if they need 50 gallons a day. And they're very smart, too. Yes, they are. They, they like, are. I don't know how much this is. I'm holding up my water bottle right now. I think this is a full liter, and I, I, I barely get through a full liter of water a day. Oh, you should try harder <laughs> to drink more than one liter. Well, it, it's a good size. Yes, but you should be drinking more than one liter a day. Well, I'm not drinking four liters. I would think at least. I would think you would. Str- you should strive for three a day. Yes. Are you okay? I forget what the math is, but basically, uh, it's something to do with your your weight. I should be drinking around two two and a half liters a day, and you, because you are larger than I am, should probably be drinking closer to three liters a day. Okay, so Janelle says I'm fat. <laughs> no, 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 taller no. than me. <laughs> I'm, tip- I'm tipping the scales a little heavier these days because c- of COVID. <laughs> All right. Uh, how do you rate that fact about elephants? Uh, I think it's pretty interesting. I'll give you a 7.5 this morning. Would you like to hear my elephant invitation? Sure. Why not? 
Thank you. Okay, uh, to the scores we go. Ten zero thirty. Thank you. Seven point five. You said. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. From Bitterman and his wife. Bitterman gives me a seven. The wife gives it a ten. Way to go, elephants. Your mom has texted in this morning, and she's giving you a twenty. Wow. She says, I guess they don't sleep through the night. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't. if You'd have to be going pee all the time. Yeah, that's my problem. Every t- that's why I don't drink a lot of water, because I feel like I have to pee every 20 minutes. <laughs> Dad's a little Finlander. Yeah, that makes sense, given their size. Pretty cool. I'll give you a seven. Hall of Famer, Boss Traveler. Wow. Puts my amount of water to shame. I give you a nine this morning. Here, I'll drink my first bit of water. I just finished my coffee. I'll drink my first bit of water. <laughs> Landscape Lady giving you an 8 this morning and a uh, 5 on your elephant imitation. Ooh, she didn't like that too much. Everyone loves my elephant imitation. Well, not Landscape Lady. Listen, my kids liked it, so shut up, Landscape Lady. (laughs) Back when they were, what, three years old? Yeah. Uh, All right, so not bad this morning, Stu. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, it was pretty impossible to go on social media yesterday without seeing her face absolutely everywhere, reading the tributes that were coming in as we sadly lost an icon. Olivia Newton-John died at the age of 73. Now, of course, she had been battling breast cancer on and off for about 30 years. So sadly, she did lose her battle. They say that she passed away peacefully at her ranch in Southern California on uh, yesterday morning, surrounded by family and friends. Yeah, that one hurt because when celebrities die, it's like, okay, they die. And Mm -hmm. okay, but that one uh, to me was like a gut punch because I've loved her ever since I saw her in Greece. Yeah, and I mean, of course, that is where everyone knows her from. And I'm sure this was running through lots of people's heads yesterday. I know. And I I don't know if if you knew this or not, but she actually almost didn't take that role. Would that not have been awful? Oh. So she was 29 years old and she was like, well, there's no way I can play a high school student. (laughs) And then maybe she changed her mind when she saw the rest of the cast because they were all way too old to be playing (laughs) high school students. Yeah. But she actually almost didn't take that role for that reason. So... Thankfully, she did. Yeah, absolutely. And, of course, there have been loads and loads of tributes pouring in from people like Jane Lynch, Antonio Banderas, Gabrielle Union, George Takai, and, of course, her co-star, John Travolta, from that film. So here's what he had to say. My dearest Olivia... You made all of our lives so much better. Your impact was incredible. I love you so much. We will see you down the road, and we will all be together again. Yours from the very first moment I saw you, and forever, you're Danny, you're John. Oh, that just hits you right yeah. right, right in the feels. So sweet. So the family is asking, of course, for their privacy, but also, uh, if you'd like, you can make a donation in memory of her to the Olivia Newton-John Foundation Fund. And What's Trending is brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. 
This is what happened yesterday. I noticed uh, Janelle had a new Apple Watch, mm-hmm. and I don't have one of these. I've and got everything else <laughs> Apple, and I started asking Janelle like a thousand questions during the show. Yeah, it sounded like you're a little bit jealous of the fact that I got this uh, tech gadget, which seems so bizarre to me. Like, you're the guy who's outfitted, and you've got like all of the gadgets that there there are to have. Yeah. And for me to have something that you don't have seems bizarre to me. <laughs> I've looked at the Apple Watch many times and I don't know if I actually need it because I'm on my phone 24 hours a day. Do mm-hmm. I need an Apple Watch? I'm not going to tell you that you need it or you don't, but you know, we're talking this morning about those tech gadgets that have really drastically changed and improved our lives. And I've only had my Apple Watch for, I want to say three to four weeks and I love it. Like, I wish I bought one earlier. Um, I don't have the brand new, like, fanciest model. It's actually, like, an older version. So it only cost me around 250 bucks because you could spend, like, $700 on these things. Yeah, and that's what I don't know, like, if I need it or not. That's no. that's the question. Like, you definitely don't need that. But, I mean, for me, the reason why I love it so much is that I was looking for a fitness watch. I wanted to know how much movement I'm actually, you know, doing in the day because I was kind of tracking my steps on my phone, but I don't have my phone with me all of the time. And now I find it to be an incredibly great motivator because if you have an Apple Watch, you know that there are certain rings that you have and that you need to close them. Basically, you can set it up how you want, um, uh, how many hours of the day that you're standing for just a minute of that hour, um, that you, how many calories you're going to be burning in your movement, and you can alter that. That's your movement ring. And then how many actual calories you burn or how many actual minutes you're exercising throughout the day. So, so basically it's an exercise tool. It absolutely is, but it does a lot more than that. For me, that's why I bought it. I wanted to know, you know, my heart rate, my sleep patterns. It'll tell me how long I'm sleeping and when I wake up in the middle of the night, if you wear it all night. Um, It's been a huge motivator for me to actually go out there, close my rings, make sure I get, you know, my activity in. And it's also connected to my Spotify. Like, I can change the songs on here when I've got my Apple AirPods in. I can see text messages that pop up. Oh, do I need to respond to that? No, it's not a problem right now. I can leave it. I've got Facebook messengers that come in on here. It vibrates to wake me up. Like, I have an alarm on my phone, and it is the most magical way to wake up. I don't have to listen to that blaring alarm anymore. My wrist just vibrates. And that's enough to wake me up. And it is so much nicer to wake up that way. How do you charge the phone if it's on your arm? You have to charge it throughout the day at some point. I do it usually when I'm sitting down to have dinner. It doesn't take that long to charge, but any time that you're sitting down and you know you're not going to be moving around and you want to track your information, just pop it on the charger then, and then that way I can wear it at night. So you don't have to, but... Honestly, I love this gadget. 100% think it was worth the 250 bucks that I spent on it, and uh, it has really improved my life. Would recommend. Did a great sell job, but I'm still <laughs> I'm, I'm still unconvinced. You know. <laughs> Why not? Because I have a feeling I'll buy it, and then my kids are going to want one, so it's going to cost me three times the price. <laughs> well, Daddy has one. I want one. You don't need one. Neither did you. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's a fair that's point. That's part of wrestling. That with. is definitely a fair point. Yeah. Is is there some other sort of tech 
you know, that you've introduced into your life that you could totally suggest and recommend to other people? Oh, 100%. Apple CarPlay. If you're driving and you want to have access to your Apple CarPlay, you you leave your phone alone. You never look at your phone while driving. Now that I've driven with Apple CarPlay, I can't get in a car and drive without it. Yeah, it's it, well, it's just a safety measure too at this point. Yeah, but it's it's so cool. You want to hear if you're not listening to Move 100, obviously, you can listen to your Apple Music. You, you can say, "Play this song." It'll play that song right away. Nice. It's it's the greatest thing ever. Well, we want to know what are some of those tech gadgets that have drastically improved your life, things that maybe you would recommend to others. They don't need to be anything fancy, extraordinary, or expensive, but I do have a feeling that we're all going to be going shopping after this because there's been some great suggestions come in and we'll get to those. But tell us yours. You can give us a call 750-1100 or text it in at 10-0-30. Just your warning, um, you might need to go shopping after hearing how these tech gadgets have drastically improved many of your lives. And honestly, I think there's a few things that I I need to add to my life. So we're talking about those things that um, you maybe were skeptical about. You bought it. And now you're like, oh, I couldn't do my life without this. And so, so many people have talked about having uh, a Google Home or an Alexa. And um, this person uh, tweeted us and said, you know, I listen to more music. I'm better prepared for the weather. I cook better meals. I know what's up in the world. And I never miss your morning show. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, they're very handy. And I actually have a friend of mine who has them placed everywhere in her whole home. And I, the way I saw her utilize it, asking it for, you know, hey, what's this measurement? Switch to this measurement while she was cooking. It was just like, man, I am totally not using mine to its full advantage. But you don't, yeah. you don't want to get one of these in your house, Stu. No, because I have a feeling my kids will order everything they want. If oh. I can set up Alexa or because we have Apple, so whatever right. the Apple is to that, mm-hmm. I can set that up. But with a feature that doesn't buy anything, because I know my kids. <laughs> I know the way they are. They'll probably order something and I'll get uh, s- screwed on the for bill. for having any sort of tech gadget. I can't do it because of my kids. My yes. kids ruin everything. <laughs> no, they, they, they don't. But I love this uh, tweet back at us on, on, on the Twitter machine. Mike, does air fryer count? Yes, it does, Mike. Oh, I would. Yeah, it would, that's definitely a piece of tech that like has improved people's lives. It has changed my life. And yeah. I was against them, but I, I came full circle. It is. It's the greatest. I I never use my oven anymore. Oh, so you might as well just get taken out of the house. Yes, <laughs> because it's so much quicker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We don't have enough counter space for it. One day, maybe I'll get an air fryer. Um, Natalie says, uh, for her, it's her wireless headphones. And a lot of people have mentioned getting these and, but specifically she said it's so her neighbors don't have to listen to her loud music. As for my singing voice, though, that's another story. <laughs> they can still hear her belting it out. Okay. Uh, a Reg said to us on Twitter, the bidet we bought at a garage sale. Ugh. Really? Yeah, really? Somebody yeah. sold a bidet at a garage sale? And somebody bought it. <laughs> Reg bought it. Have you, have you ever used a bidet? No, I just can't wrap my head around how people love those things. My mother-in-law, when we bought our house, she's like, where's the bidet? My, my, my wife said, no, we don't have a bidet. What? Mm-hmm. How could you not have a bidet? Is it I an th- Italian thing? No, I, I don't know. <laughs> I've used them. They're disgusting. You, oh, I, yeah? I understand the concept of them, but I didn't have a good experience. Yeah. We have friends who have one. And I, no, wouldn't, try, wouldn't test it out. No. <laughs> I'm just scared of it. Just the thought of water going up my butt. 
<laughs> it's okay in the shower, but I don't. I my brain can't comprehend when I'm sitting on the toilet or a bidet. Mm-hmm. My brain doesn't work like that. Okay, so not on the list of things to to buy no. to improve your no. life, <laughs> especially not at a garage sale. Ugh. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move One Hundred. What's trending? All right, so the uh, 10th anniversary of when Harry went wild in Vegas is coming up. I don't know if you recall his infamous strip billiards game that he uh, took part in. Well, a former dancer says that she actually kept his underwear for a decade from that night and is now ready to sell Prince Harry's underwear. Why? (laughs) I don't know, because she could probably get some pretty good money for it. Who's going to buy that? You don't think anyone's going to buy them? I think somebody's going to buy them. But what do you do with them? So she claims that she was in the uh, hotel room with Harry when he stripped down to his birthday suit while playing pool. And she believes that the winning bid could get her as much as a million dollars. Not a chance. What else do you do? Like, I mean, like people's underwear have been sold before. Outfits have been sold to famous people. And people, what do they do? They put them on display. Okay. I don't know. Maybe you sniff them at night. I'm oh, sure no, no. <laughs> so this Thursday, they will go on sale starting at uh, $10,000. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we'll see what happens with the, that underwear. I guess part of the auction proceeds will be going towards Harry and Meghan's charity, which I'm sure they're super pumped about. <laughs> I have auctioned off a lot of things. I've never auctioned off somebody's gitch. <laughs> Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Stu, you're not going to be very happy with this news, but the most unpopular baby names have come out, okay. and yours made the list. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, e W or S T or A R T? Um, it should be E W. So that's 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 the wrong way you spell. Stuart. No, it's the way you spell it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, made the list for the worst baby names. Yep, the most unpopular. What? The most unpopular baby names. How many babies these days are getting named Stuart? The smart ones and the good-looking ones. <laughs> okay. If you're not naming your kid Stuart, you're doing a disservice to the community. Uh, just an FYI to any other uh, maybe parents looking to name their children or anybody else who has these names. Uh, just know that you are the most unpopular baby boy names. Kobe, Jeffrey, Nigel, Ashton, Graham, Stuart, Chad, Gary, and Bill. A lot of those names sound like old names. Like older names. Wow. <laughs> I'm just gonna get what's next to know. I just mean I don't know anybody who's named their baby that recently. And for the girls, your name is Angela, Kimberly, Alexa. No surprise there, since um, Alexa ruined that for everyone. Um, Nicole, Ashley, Lorraine, Kristen, and Susan—all the most unpopular girls' names for babies. Okay, we've pissed off half of our demographic. (laughs) 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 all right and that is what's trending it is brought to you by defalco's for brewers and winemakers it's time are you ready word wars on move 100 all right all right all right it's time now to play everybody's favorite game who's on the line we have with us Ashley and Kayla this morning. So it was uh, Ashley who made it through first. We'll let her pick her categories. Good morning, Ashley. Good morning. You ready to win? Are you ready to win? I'm always ready to win, especially when Angie's not here. It's, it's a great day for me, <laughs> selfishly. Let's do this. Okay, the choice categories are, Janelle? 
All right, so we have, thanks to Lucretia Supaneca who sent these in, we have um, hear that sound or pairs, like things that come in pairs. Let's go with pairs. Pairs? All right, three. Just could you hold on one moment? We might have lost our second contestant, and there's somebody calling right now. <laughs> Let's see if it's her. Okay. It's going to throw you on hold. No problem. Morning move. Nope. Okay, so we lost our second contestant, which means we'll just have to get some random person. So uh, call after we play with Ashley, okay? All right, three. Okay. And pairs. Three, two, one. You're tying up. Um, oh, okay. Tying up. Yes, and you're not, it's not pants you wear in the summer? Shorts. Yes, and what do you put on, on your, your feet? Sneakers, shoes. No, Bottles. underneath. Socks. Yes, yep. and uh, it's a, another word for denim. Jeans. Yes, and uh, you're going to take these and pull a booger out of your face. It's a metal tool. Oh, gosh. Or for your eyebrows. Uh, yes. <laughs> What was she laughing at? You pull boogers out of your face with oh, tweezers? No, I <laughs> meant pimples. <laughs> I meant pimples. The brain was thinking pimples, but uh, boogers came out. Ashley, I handed you a bone there. I pointed to my eyebrows. I gave him a look, and I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> I to I my eye- you did. You did. You got tweezers in the nick of time. Um, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> she got five, though. Yeah, you did really well with uh, that terrible yeah. clue. And... <laughs> You got five, Ashley. So hang on the line and we'll see uh, how you hold up. All right. We got lots of people calling right now. So we'll just take our first caller and they'll be our contestant. Good morning, Move. Good morning, Move. Hello. Let's just give it to Ashley. No, we got to play again. Good morning, Move. Hello. Nothing. Good morning. Hello? What's your name? It's Laura. Laura, you want to play? I'd love to. Okay. Kay. The category is what, you know? Hear that sound. Okay. Everything with that uh, relates to hear that sound. Three, two, one. Not a dog, but a... Cat. Uh, it, these are little buggers that run around your house. You have to set traps for them. Mice. Uh, yeah. Or, or, okay. Um, you're flying on a big... Airplane. Uh, another word for it? Plane. No. Yes. yes. And what company do we work for? Blank Media. Bell. Yes. And you, you're setting a blank to wake you up in the morning. Alarm. And, uh, oh, uh, Coyote yells in the middle of the night and says, what is that? But what do they say? Howling. Oh, it's after the buzzer, unfortunately. (laughs) All right, so I just need to run down this again. I think you guys are tied. Um, You got cat, mouse, jet, bell, and alarm. They're tied. Right? You guys are tied. Okay. Okay. So we are going to do a dice roll. Hang on the line, Laura, and we will see. So first for Ashley, we'll go with a uh, high dice roll for the win today. Oh, that's going to be hard to beat. Uh, That is a 16. And a 6. So it is Ashley. Good morning. Congratulations. Is she still there? Ashley. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> what a hot mess this was. But thank you very much for playing. And congratulations. You just won a $50 gift card to Magic Cuts. But you will thank also you. be entered into our grand prize draw, which is uh, free haircuts for a year valued at $300. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Do a little white dove.
morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. You can't deny that technology has drastically improved and changed our lives. Sure, there are some negatives that come along with it, like we're all glued to our phones. But we're talking about just like the tech gadgets that maybe you have in your life. It could be in your kitchen, in your car. Uh, it could be an app on your phone that has just really improved your life. So please share it with the class so that we can all reap the benefits of whatever it is you're using. Now we were talking about, uh, I don't know how we got on the topic of water bottles, um, but I was talking about my water bottle, which is about a liter, and I barely go through this during the day. Yeah. Like I have to remind myself. And I was telling you that you probably should be drinking quite a lot more, like at least three liters of water a day. Yeah. My doctors are always on me. You got to drink more water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we got this text. Uh, you might like HydroSpark to get you to drink water. I bought them for my teens and helped them compete with drinking water at school. What's a hydro spark? Well, I had to look up what this is, and it is a very fancy water bottle. <laughs> um, it basically tells you when you need to drink water. So it lights up, it glows up, it'll give you reminders like, hey, you haven't taken a sip in a while, you need to have some water, you have the app on your phone that will you know, tell you if you're reaching your goals, which you can set, you know, how many ounces of water you want to drink in a day. Okay, so I just looked it up, and it says, We invented the smart water bottle to empower individuals to live a healthier life through hydration. Yeah, I mean... uh, These things are not cheap. These are $100. What? For a water bottle? (laughs) Is it going to make me suffer too? It's an expensive water bottle. Um, But if, I mean, getting hydrated is very important to you, like, like, can you put a price on health? No, but I think that's, that's excessive. Like, I thought... My pharmaceutical bills were excessive. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I mean, power to you if you got this, but there's an app too that tracks how much water you can yeah. drink. Like, yeah. is this needed? I, I, the way I track how much water I drink is just like I know how much is in my water bottle, and I know I got to try and get through at least two to three of those a day. So, um, I think the reminder is a good key thing because you know we talked about my Apple Watch being my new tech gadget that I have that I think has really improved my life. There's reminders on here that'll go off if I haven't stood in that hour to say like, hey, you know, you should get up, you should stretch your legs out, you got to do that, and it is helpful. And tracking all of this information is alarming on a weekend on a Saturday when you don't want to go out and do anything and you're like oh my gosh I haven't done anything all day so I can understand the reminder I don't know that a hundred dollar water bottle is something that I'm going to purchase even if I had more money than God I don't think I'd buy this water bottle because <laughs> to me that's just it's a company that's making money mm-hmm. off excess I that's my opinion uh, but it's got to find my water bottle so you n- you'll never lose it if you got it, kids it, you'll lose it. it has a yeah. find my water bottle app yeah I guess I guess it should because I mean if you're spending spending a hundred bucks on it then uh, yeah that's that's a help that's handy <laughs> that's a handy thing so to it's have justified on it. <laughs> I don't know um, yeah so uh, okay the question we're asking this morning would you pay a hundred dollars for a water bottle text it at ten zero thirty I guarantee you we'll maybe have one person out of the person that texted us saying no. She bought it for her kids, and she said it's yeah. actually helped her kids at school get their water down. So, like I said, can you put a price on health? I wouldn't spend $200 on my kids for water bottles. <laughs> okay. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, today's story is about a couple who finally got to tie the knot after canceling their wedding. Not once, but twice. 
And uh, it was all due to an interesting change of plans when she went into labor very, very, very early. So um, their daughter was born as a preemie. And anybody who has gone through this knows that that is a very challenging and difficult time as your child is going to be in the NICU for, you know, a, a very long time. This couple was told anywhere between eight to ten weeks that the their daughter Drew would be in the NICU. So they were supposed to get married in that time. She came too early and they had to postpone their wedding so they called up their pastor who is going to marry them and said look we've got a change of plans we're not going to be able to do it our daughter's in the NICU so they decided to um, just push it back a little bit and they were going to get married uh, then at a later date and then their pastor actually fell ill and they weren't able to get married on their second date that they wanted to do so they are at this point thinking, you know, our daughter's still in the NICU. When are we ever going to get married? Like, all our plans are just all kind of falling apart around us. And, uh, you know, they're spending so much time there. They were there for 100 days in total oh. with their daughter, uh, Drew, that you really get to know the staff. They become almost like family to you there. Yeah, like a second family. Exactly. And I guess one of the nurses just said, you know, uh, why don't you guys just get married here? And she was like, no, like, that's crazy. And they kind of laughed it off and thought, like, like, are you serious? And then they decided to to take it to another level. And they got married just a few days ago in the NICU while their daughter was still there, surrounded by all of these caregivers who have tended to their daughter over the last hundred days. And um, their family had no idea that they were going to be planning to do this. They got dressed up. Their daughter, you know, doing a whole lot better because this is uh, toward the end of her stay there. Even got a little few smiles out of her with the wedding photos. So the wedding photos with all of the healthcare providers around them in the NICU. Of all of them, they're like, we've never been to a wedding in all of my years working here. Um, But they finally were able to tie the knot. And uh, just two days ago, actually left the NICU and were able to bring Drew home for the first time. That's a special story. Very, very cool. Nobody forget that wedding ever. (laughs) Exactly. And that's all the feels on Move 100.